Alright, welcome everyone to the inaugural episode of The Sheridan Walk. Alright, alright, alright. Alright, alright. Hello. I'm Andrew Zestrin, joining me is Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey, nice to meet you. It's MC Mitchell here for y'all. How you doing? That's uh, disappointing, I really wanted McConaughey. Me too. Alright, so what is this? What is this? What is this weird podcast you're listening to? I'll tell you what it is. This is an advice podcast focusing, focused on solving the problems, troubles, and conundrums that the typical college student faces in their daily lives. Most importantly, The Sheridan Walk is a podcast that is made for your walk, what, to school, from school, to class, from class, to work, from work. To Blum, we're passing Blum right now, like, yeah. you know, people we're- love to get their work out and watch Scandal. The work out on. The work around. The work out. I'm just going to call you out on every single... Uh, every single mispronunciation. So yeah, you're walking, and you're listening to this podcast, and we're walking there right now. We're, we're there with you. We're walking with you. Look behind you. That's us. It's totally us. It might be. It's not. So, let's see. What else? Oh. Um, so, we, yeah, we walked down Sheridan Road, mm-hmm. Northwestern University, Sheridan Road. We're there with you. Um, and we decided to kick off our first broadcast our first podcast with a mailbag and we received a bunch of juicy anonymous letters that we will use our expertise to solve mitchell of course is a doctorate of history and psychiatry at the feinberg school yeah let's go right so oh yeah we're on foster we're turning cancer left Derek Zillander, very good turning right going south on sheridan now we're officially on sheridan road for the Sheridan Walk, so all the stars are aligned. There are no stars in the sky. It's very not dark. Oh, yeah, we're doing this at night, by the way, so we're kind of cheating. Yeah. It's a little cloudy. If it was a Thursday, you'd start to see the people lining up at the uh, arch stop for the shuttles to go north uh, for their mixers and other events, but that's for a later time. Alas, today is Tuesday, so the club is definitely not going up on a Tuesday. First letter of the podcast, Dear Mitch and Zess, I am a freshman, and so far, my first few weeks at Northwestern have been going great. I've made friends, met girls, and my classes are not too overbearing. However, the idea of fraternity rush is making me a little nervous. I think I definitely want to rush a fraternity, but I am not sure how to approach the process. You see, I've become great friends with a group of guys on my floor, and most of them seem to really like this one fraternity, But that particular fraternity kind of scares me in terms of the extent to which they value partying, drinking, etc. On the other hand, I am starting to like a different fraternity that has some pretty cool guys, but they don't seem to judge others on how much they like to party. I really like the second fraternity, but I am afraid of losing my tight-knit group of friends. Should I play it safe and join join along with the hashtag squad, or should I go it alone? Sincerely... What's the name of a guy on your uh, freshman year floor? Um, shouts to Will. 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 Sincerely, Will. Will. Initial thoughts. Great letter, Will. Thanks for writing. <laughs> I, hear, I heard two questions in that letter. I heard a general question about, is Rush right for me? Uh-huh. And I heard a second question about, how do I balance the like, character of the fraternity with my friendship group? Okay. Okay, so let's roll into this. Okay, so number one First question. Is, should I, should I rush? Okay. Um, I'm going to answer that question by telling you a story. I was, oh. it was August before freshman year. Uh-huh. It was like that weird time when everybody just like watches Netflix and does nothing because they're done with. Like, you're in limbo. Summer. Yeah. You're, you're, on, you're in summer limbo. You're in, you've um, been there. Put you your know it. You're in 
academic purgatory between... I'm watching a lot of HBO Go. So I went to my eye doctor, because that's what you do when you're in limbo. Yeah. Um, and my eye doctor, believe it or not, uh, has two children, or multiple children maybe, that attended Northwestern, including two boys. And the, the two boys were a few years older than me. And, you know, he asked me, like, are you ready? To, you know, he knew I was going to Northwestern. He was like, are you ready to go to Northwestern? Aren't you excited? Like, what do you do there? I'm like, I'm really not sure. He asks me, are you, are you going to join a fraternity? And I gave him the stock answer that, like, every scared shitless about to be freshman says, which is like, I don't know if it's really right for me. Like, it seems like a lot of partying. Very, I don't know if that's who I am. Scripted, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hook, line, and sink. Okay, so what's your point, man? He was like, you're going to join a fraternity and you're going to have fun. That's and guess what? Yeah. Uh, you joined a fraternity and you had fun. That's 100% correct. Okay. Now, fraternities aren't for everyone. They're not everything. Okay. They're not, it's not the end of the world if you don't get in one or whatever. Uh-huh. But they're fun. So, for Will here, who has a tight-knit group of friends, guys, he sounds like he's fairly social. Question one, should he join a fraternity? Answer is yes. Answer is yes. All right, great. Okay. That's a good fit. fit. Yes. I can deal with that. So, what was the second question we said? How to find, like, the right fraternity for oh, you. Oh, should he... Yeah, which, so which fraternity should he choose? Right. That's basically, that's the meat of the question. Mm-hmm. I think that is. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you a few questions. I think that your experience, like, could help him answer the question. Yes, sir. Um, did you have, like, a good group of freshman friends? Yes. And did you all rush the same fraternity and take we, the same fraternity? We did not. Did so, I, like, the first month or two of school, I had, like, 10 to 15 good group of like a good group of friends the, like we all rushed like five or six different fraternities and two of the kids didn't even two of the kids didn't join right didn't right um and did you stop being friends the moment that you put on those letters that you put on yeah we miserably stopped our friendships and uh, there was no happy ending okay no i'm kidding we um we're all still really good friends and we all of our houses are next door to, within the same block so it sounds like what i'm taking away from your story is that it doesn't matter what fraternity you're in, it matters that you stay friends with the people you want to stay friends with. Yes. Fraternity, good place to find friends. Sorority, too. Good place to find friends. Not the end-all, be-all. Right. So, I think we can agree that though it is, it seems like the first friends you meet during those six days, that's a long first, the, the first week of college is a long time. It's not even a week. Seven days. Ten days. Ten day wildcat welcome. What's ten, up with that? Ten day, yeah, it's fine. Ten day wildcat welcome. That could seem like a long time, and that could seem like an eternity, but yeah. you, those aren't your real, those aren't going to be your friends in three years. Can I go on a mini rant? Yeah. What's up with ten day wildcat welcome? <laughs> Who thought that was a good idea? I don't it's know. It's so long. It should be for about It's so long. Like, it's so tiring. You have to, like, wake up at 8 a.m. to go to some stupid breakfast with your stupid PA group that yeah. you don't even like, and it's 8 a.m., and there's no coffee, and everyone's miserable. Who has fun at that? Yeah, but going off that, yeah, they, they also, like, they rip it off like a band-aid. Like, they hold your hand through every mm-hmm. event, and then they say, you're expected to know where everything is, and... Didn't really work. Great. So, what we're telling him is, yeah, calm down, sir. Yeah. Calm down, Will. Great. You're going to do great. All right, I got I think we know that. I got another letter. All right, go for it. Dear Mitch and Zess. Lay it on me. <laughs> my roommate is getting on my nerves. Oh. He leaves the water? This is the letter. Oh, this is the letter, okay. He leaves the room a mess uh-huh. with garbage, dirty laundry, all over the place. He never cleans up after himself. As a result, our room smells like absolute shit. Oh, boy. He has sexiled me twice now without asking me permission. It's getting worse. They took a piss on the floor of our room. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
And the worst part is that he's a pretty chill guy what when he's not this? peeing on the floor, I guess. <laughs> we go out at night with the same group of guys, and if I were to request a roommate replacement, I fear that that would divide me away from the rest of our great group of friends. Basically, how do I keep my friends while also making my roommates stop his current behavior? Sincerely, yeah, how about uh, the first name of um, the guy three doors down from you? We'll just go Matt. Matt. That's a fairly ambiguous name. Um, let's hang a Louie. Let's hang a left. Yeah, we're going... We're we're down by the Siegel Visitor Center on the southeast side of campus. Bravo, Northwestern University. Beautiful building. Alright, so anyway. This roommate is... He's the chill. He's He's chill. He's chill, but he's messy. He's... He leaves garbage everywhere. He leaves his food everywhere. Or he leaves his clothes everywhere. Clothes everywhere. He pees on the ground and he sexiles him. But he's the chillest guy ever. But he's chill. But I think more importantly, he's part of a group that's a really great group. Uh, kind of like our friend Will. Maybe it's Will and Matt. Maybe they're all in the same group for all we know. So I have a question. For you. Yeah. Is it possible to leave your laundry on the floor and garbage on the floor and sexile your roommate and pee on the floor while also being the chillest guy ever? Absolutely not. Oh, Jesus. You, you said spiderweb? Oh, Jeez, wow. look at that. Yeah, if you're, at, if you're near the visitor center, go to the stop sign. There is a humongous Very spiderweb. Thickly, it's like the size of a frisbee, the spider web. Yeah. Oh, in the middle, yeah. there's a spider the size of a quarter, ready to pounce on some kind of bug. It's trapped. No, I think it's another spider. That's oh, another spider. So, so Will, so Matt here. So he's not the chillest guy ever. Right. Contrary to popular belief, his pull's pretty high, but the chill is pretty low. Well said. Yeah. So he wants a decent roommate, and he wants to be with his cool friends still, but he doesn't want it. He thinks that being a kind of a he thinks he's being wimpy. Yeah. Yeah. So here, I, I, I'm going to make an assumption. I'm going to, I'm going to assume that if your roommate is pissed on the floor, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that you've kind of told one of your friends about this. I got to assume this is something you said like, oh my God, last night. I got to assume you told that to somebody. And I got to assume that some, at least one of your friends has sympathized with you mm-hmm. for that, with the matter. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but there are ways of having like mature conversations one-on-one with people about like how they treat their room. Oh, so you're saying that with a roommate, you shouldn't let the anger build up until it finally results in a giant volcanic, yeah, uh, cathartic. Or even the reverse. So, right, you could have like a really angry thing where like everybody's just like yelling at each other, but you could also have the reverse where like be really negligent towards your roommate and you never talk to them. You shouldn't do that either. So what you're saying is it's okay to be it's okay to be confrontational. So, he should he should tell his roommate when he has a problem with him. You know why? You're, so you're you're telling yeah what? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, because it's for his best interest. It's not just like to be a douche. That's my thoughts. I mean, do you have anything more on this one? Yeah, absolutely. Is, he thought he was not the worst roommate of, of all time. I mean, <laughs> go up and tell him, dude. This is yeah. this is fucking over. Like, I'm gonna be friends with these people still. You kind of suck. I'm gonna go get my own room or my own new roommate. And you're going to make this, this whole process very easy on me. Or I'm, going to, I'm going to have to tell that you destroyed this room and I don't want to be liable for this. I think, you, I think you're right. I think you, like, you know, take the hard line on this one. Yeah, the ball's in your court, man. You got... And it's not like you can just snap your fingers and get a new roommate. Good. Two for two. Two for two. You alleyed and I ooped on that Ooh. one. I was the you're, the, you're the Chris Paul. I was the Carl Malone to your John Stockton. Oh, yeah. Okay. Letter three. Letter, Letter three. number three. I think, he, I think you picked out... Is this... Oh, it's my turn? Okay. Letter three. This is from... This is our first girl. This is your first. First female writer. Here we go. Dear Mitch and Zess, I think I messed up. Last night was so fun going out with all my new friends. We went to this cool bar where some guy named Mark 
was bartending, and I got to try out my sister's ID. Thank God she's 21. But we are freshman girls, and it gets weird when we go out sometimes because the older boys can be really aggressive. Seriously, don't know what the senior girls think. Anyways, I was pretty drunk and ended up going home with this really cute guy only to wake up in his room with pictures of him and his girlfriend. And worse, she's the president of the best sorority on campus. Am I dead or am I dead? S.O.S. Sincerely. Who's, uh... What's this girl's name? Katie. Katie. Sincerely, Katie. What... What is Katie to do? She accidentally... She went home with someone to her liking... And yeah. to her dismay, yeah. this, per- this guy is dating mm-hmm. the head of uh, the top sorority. You ever watch Greek? Right. You ever watch Greek? I haven't. I'm ashamed to say I've watched Greek. ABC Family, right? I think so. Um, there's an episode that I vaguely reminds me of this. Um, but what? Yeah. What are your What are your initial thoughts? First few thoughts. Um, first of all, I think like Katie, on behalf of all men everywhere, like. I really want to apologize. Like, you had a really <laughs> shitty situation. Like, guys suck. Like, I know that. Look at you. You know that. Oh, I'm the worst. You're- yeah. If you're hearing, like, the sound of water right now, it's the pond that we built next to the largest lake. It's the lake, Phil. Yeah. Why did they think it was a good idea to build a pond next to a lake? There's, like, ducks and swans. Want to look out for a minute? Yeah, I'll gaze out upon these fountains. Yeah. Um, Beautiful lake. Okay, so anyway. All right, so Katie. So Katie, um, she was dealt a pretty shitty hand. Yes. Um, she did nothing wrong. Would uh, you agree with that? Yes. I mean, the guy's in the wrong. There's no question. Katie, like, you got, you got dealt a bad hand. Katie got dealt a bad hand. That's, isn't that that song? That uh, Kenny Rogers song? Yeah. Uh, how does that go? You gotta know when, when to hold them, Katie. <laughs> know when to fold them, Katie. <laughs> know when to not... Sleep with the sorority president's boyfriend. No one to run. So um, Katie, Katie's in the shitty position. Katie's it's not her fault. Here's it's, it's, it's the guy's fault. Yes. Did Katie say anything about getting drunk? Like, was she? Did she just like get a little too drunk? Unclear. Okay. Because that's another thing. Is just like maybe not. And okay. To, so maybe she. Didn't anyways, know. I was pretty drunk and ended up going oh, home right. with right. it. Right. He should know better than to try to double cross. A sorority president, like... So he's wrong on two accounts. He's wrong for he's wrong. taking advantage of... A, oh, three. Taking advantage of a freshman. Mm-hmm. Taking advantage of a drunk freshman girl. Yeah. And cheating on his girlfriend. Yes. Three strikes and you're out, buddy. He's out. Like that song. Yep. For it's one, two, <laughs> three strikes, you're out. At the old ball game. So, yes. Boyfriend, in the power rankings of who screwed up the most, boyfriend is number one. Far and away. Yeah. Katie. I don't think she did anything wrong. I don't think she did anything wrong. But right. it sounds like she's writing in because she's worried about her, appear- her appearance when Rush comes around. Mm-hmm. So should she be worried that things will come out of the woodwork later down the road? No. I think she should just own it. Yeah. Say, hey, you know, I made a decision. Yeah. Uh, welcome week. Oh, and here's the other thing. I have a question for you. Um, do you think that uh, the guy, Katie ended up with and his sorority president girlfriend would still be together by winter rush if he treated her like that he's bound to be found out and you know what else yeah i bet he's done this before yep i bet someone else is going to come forward i don't know anything i think you should just hang back yeah let the chips fall where they may yep 
So maybe you want to lie low for a little bit. Um, maybe lie low, but know that and like lie low for a the very short amount of time. Yeah, for the the reputational aspect. Yes, but. I think if she feels like she was seriously violated, then... I think if that's the case, then, like, she should probably consult, be consulting. Talk to people who know things. Don't talk <laughs> to us. Are we really stumped? I don't... Is that our answer? No, 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 no. I don't Dump her off stumped. on a professional? I don't, I don't think, think we're stumped. No. Lie low for a Lie low. Let someone else go forward. this relationship tumble to an end. Exactly. And know that by the time rush comes around, recruitment comes around, along in the winter, like, it's all going to be water under the bridge and you're going to be totally fine. I'm satisfied with that. It's, I, we I, feel, feel, I think I, we just hit the hat trick right there. Do you feel satisfied with that one? Yeah. Three, do you three? have a... Uh, I, got, I got one more question. For you you. Got, okay. It's a quick one. It's a letter that comes to us from a recent Northwestern alumni. Alumnus? Alumnus, yes. Uh-huh. He asks, Dear Mitch and Zess, yeah. is a hot dog a sandwich? That's, the whole That's it? That's it. Wow. No context. It's nothing thick. else. Well... Jeez, we're getting deep on the first thick? episode Did you already. say thick? All right, so... Hot dog, uh, hot dog sandwich. Yes or no? And I think we're... One word, yes I, or no? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a bold claim. Yeah. I think we both agree. I think we're both going to agree on this. Okay. Because I know that you're a reasonable person. I am. I am nothing if not reasonable. And I think our friendship is... Relies on the foundation that we agree on these very important matters. So on yeah. the count of three... Yes. Say yes or no. Does... Is a hot dog a sandwich? One, One two, two, three. three. Yes. yes. What? What? No. It absolutely is. Um, it's not. It is. It's two pieces no of bread and a meat, piece of meat in between. No It's, it's a piece of meat in between two pieces of bread. Is a corn dog a sandwich? No, but that's not two pieces of bread. No, but it's a piece of carbohydrate wrapped around a hot dog. I never said that. Is a wrap a sandwich? Absolutely not. It's a wrap. Is a euros a sandwich? It's wrap. Is a euros, is a euros, euros? pita a sandwich? No. Is a pita a sandwich? Like a naf-naf pita? Describe it. Like a naf-naf pita. You got a pita no, and you it's put not. It. Okay. Then if all those things are not sandwiches, hot dog pita sandwich. might be. It depends to what it... It's two pieces of bread with a piece of meat in between. Okay. That's your argument. Yes. Okay. But I know what you're about to say. Mm. What am I about to say? A hot dog bun is not two pieces of bread. It's one piece of bread. But to that, I'll say, whoa, ho, ho, Mitch, slow your rolls. There are two sides, at least. It's two, there's, there's a thin piece of bread skin connecting them. Um, bread skin. Yeah. And bread, we will accept bread skin. Yeah. In you the know, sandwich family. Yeah. Okay. So you say yes. Okay, I'll I say it. no. You know what? Let, I want to ask you this question. Fine, right go now. ahead. We've been, uh, we rolled through the questions. We didn't really get any, like, banter in. What do you, like, so I want to know, what's up with you? Like, what are you looking forward to? Are we looking forward to? Yeah, or anything anything interesting happened to you? Like how open ended. My day. My day I actually had a very exciting day today. Oh yeah? I saved a woman's life. No way. I no saved way. a woman's life. I called that one one. I was the first person on the scene. Did you use the emergency call? At Norris swipe at, it at, in the Norris cafeteria there was an old lady, seventy five years old. Uh well anyway, here I'll set the scene. I'm sitting there eating my lunch. And what are you eating? Stir fry. Okay. Um Good choice. The whole crew there. You don't noodle, but Logan, Steve, Drew, yeah, Josh, the crew. Yeah, it's a solid fivesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm eating, and I hear from behind me, "Somebody help! Somebody helps!" or something along, along those lines. And I look behind me, and there's a woman giving another woman, a one like a forty year old woman giving a seventy five year old woman the Heimlich. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" So my first instinct is to run over. So I go over there, and I'm like, "Wait a minute! I don't know what the Heimlich is." What? <laughs> and there's someone already giving the Heimlich. I can't do that. Someone yells, 
Someone called 911. So I took out my phone and I called 911 and I talked to a paramedic and I was on the scene and I was his little helper for the seven minutes. It was approximately seven minutes and they gave me a $15 meal voucher. I am a hero. I am a vigilante. I am, I should wear a cape to school. Yes, absolutely. I should wear a cape every day. Actually, I have a cape. I have a Batman onesie Mm -hmm. with a detachable cape. Yeah. Um, so if you want to borrow the onesie and wear it, you know, around because you're a superhero. I am a hero. They gave me a $15 meal voucher and they didn't give the paramedics a $15 meal voucher. That's true. I am, therefore, they value my skills more than they are. They, like, did the Heimlich or whatever, but I called them. You also just tripped over the sidewalk. I did. I took, yeah. (laughs) But I stuck the landing. That's true. And I am a hero and that's all that matters. Great. Well, congratulations. Everyone else is a zero. But I'm here for you. you That's what heroes do. They protect the zeros. (laughs) Did you go zero to hero? Yes. Uh, I guess we should thank our moms, Lori Zesser and uh, Irene Kaminer. You're the best. We love you. Come on, Irene. Okay, so we made it back on a foster. We're about to approach Domino's. You want to pick something up? Uh, Nah, man. All right. I got to lay off those late night carbs, man. (laughs) All right, signing out. Yep, over and out. See you guys.